Hello, my loves, and welcome back to With Love from Logan. I am your host, Logan Dawson. I am a self-love healer and embodiment coach, which means I am all about helping you love yourself on a deeper level, wake up to your worth, and ultimately step back into your power. On this podcast, we'll be getting real, raw, and unfiltered, but do not worry, it will all be with love. I I had to say it. Welcome back to another episode. Before we get into anything, I do just have to say thank you so, so, so much for being here, for pressing play today. It really, truly does mean a lot. If I'm being honest, pressing record today felt a little hard. Um, Not because of anything that happened, I just, I woke up this morning and my energy just wasn't fully there. I didn't want to show up. I didn't want to be on social media. I didn't want to record this podcast. I just, for some reason, the inspiration and the motivation just was not flowing through me today. Um, And it actually goes perfectly with what we are going to chit chat about, um, which is caring what people think, the anxiety that comes with that, people pleasing, what to do if we feel like we are not kind of showing up in the way that we think we should be showing up and why we care so much about what people think. So it actually goes along perfectly. And I know you're probably wondering, okay, well, if you didn't feel like showing up today, if you didn't feel like recording a podcast, if your intuition is screaming at you to kind of take a step back and not share and not be here and not press record, then why are you? And of course, I was on the fence with this as well, but you know what? Like, as a self-love healer, not only is it my job and kind of the backbone and the foundation of my business to help you heal and to show you that you can be your own healer, but to kind of show you the realness of a self-love journey, to show you the realness of what comes with healing. And even though, yes, I have gone to this place where I feel more confident in myself and I feel more connected with myself, that there's going to be days where I'm just not there and my energy is lacking and I don't feel like showing up. And then, of course, I get thrown into this downward spiral of caring what people think and wondering if they have an opinion about me not showing up. Um, so that's really where I was today. Like, I woke up, and some days the inspiration to post, to write captions, to create reels, to answer DMs, sometimes it's there, and knowing what to post and knowing what to say and knowing how to show up, it comes so easily sometimes, but other times I wake up and I have no idea what to do. Like I have no idea what to say. I have no idea what to put on my Instagram story. I don't know what caption to write. I don't feel aligned with the reel that I chose. I don't feel energetically there when I'm going to answer DMs and I guess another reason why I wanted to kind of share this side is if you follow me on Instagram, you will know that my audience is blowing up like crazy. This is the most amount of followers that I've ever had. And for me, it's never about 
the followers. It's never about the metrics. It's never about the number that, you know, comes up on your profile. It's, I guess, the pressure that comes with a bigger audience. And having the biggest audience I ever have, I'm experiencing the most pressure that I ever have to show up in a certain way. And so this morning, I was going back and forth of, you know, posting a lot and putting things on my story. And I feel like in the past, I have gotten stuck in this cycle of kind of not really thinking about showing up or not showing up as an option. I never thought that just taking breaks in the middle of the week was an option for my own limiting belief reasons more so like you know if I don't show up today are people going to judge me or there's an offering and a service that I want to birth into the world and if I'm over here taking breaks and not showing up and not putting my wisdom out there are people going to still trust me and then is this offering going to flop and that's just how my brain has been working and I think today was the first time that I really took a step backwards and thought about that and came to terms with that and was like you know I preach so much about listening to your intuition and leaning into those nudges and when your body or your mind or your soul is telling you hey take a step backwards hey your energy isn't there today then you know not leaning into that is a huge disservice to not only the relationship that you have with yourself, but the trust that you have built within yourself as well. So I like barely posted on Instagram this morning. I think I put up like two stories and even just sitting here telling you this, unpacking it, processing it, it it all seems so silly because it's so like it revolves around Instagram and social media and it's another reason why I have this love-hate relationship with social media because it can create a lot of false realities, a lot of feelings of pressure and guilt and shame and judgment if you don't show up in a way that other people are and you know Like, I just wish, like, does anybody else wish that they can just go back in time and experience a world without social media for, like, a day or even, like, a week, you know, and just go back to calling your friends or not worrying about if people are going to think what you said on your story was stupid or if people don't like your reel or, you know, like, just stupid things like that. And I feel like... Nowadays, when it comes to caring what people think, I feel like it's heightened even more now than it was back then because now we have social media and now we have this this reality and this expectation and this standard that we feel like we have to kind of abide by, right? Like social media has kind of created this box that we feel like we have to fit inside in order to you know, find friends or to be an influencer or to even grow a business. Like even on my side, I use Instagram and I use social media as a way to grow my business. And so the way that I view social media is like there's rules and you have to 
say things in a certain way and you have to post certain things at certain times and you have to have this embodiment of you know a powerful coach or healer or mentor or just things like that and when you don't fall into those standards and into those expectations then that guilt can come up and so I think that is kind of where I was coming from this morning feeling like my worth and my success and my achievements come from not just social media but if you go deeper than that you know my worth is defined by my actions and my productivity and how I show up in this world and so I spent the first half of my day kind of unpacking that and connecting with that limiting belief, connecting with that part of myself that wants to be processed and wants to be unpacked and wants to kind of be unraveled and understood. And so I put up on my story, um, which is like, it sounds so counterintuitive of like, okay, I didn't want to be on social media, but I recorded an entire story and I still posted a reel and I still wrote a caption. Um, But it was just about connecting with your intuition and realizing that, you know, we don't have to fit inside of this box. Um, And I'm, I'll like save you the story. I'm not going to tell you everything I talked about because a lot of it is actually what we are going to be chatting about today. So the reason why I still sat down and I planned out this podcast and I hit record even though I just felt there was resistance to it. Like I hit record and I started it and I deleted what I said so many times because it just didn't feel energetically there. Um, So actually what I ended up doing is I took a step backwards because that is me practicing what I preach, that when your intuition is telling you, hey, take a break, take a step backwards. It's what I did. I did some meditation. I lit some candles. I made myself some tea got out my favorite crystals and I just took a couple breaths and I asked myself, you know what, Logan, like you don't have to do this today. If you aren't feeling energetically there, you don't have to do this today. Like nobody's making you do this. And I was like, yeah, you're right. Like there's no one standing here forcing me to record this podcast today. So I kind of released that pressure to record today and I did a little meditation and I journaled a little bit and I feel a thousand times better. It feels like a massive weight has just been lifted of releasing that pressure and I guess to kind of kick off today's episode and today's um what's the word I forget what the word is topic oh my god (laughs) To kick off today's topic, um, I feel like this is a good, like, what is the other word? This is a good segue. Wow. Wow, okay. This is a good segue into today's topic. (laughs) Um, It's the pressure. The pressure to be a certain way, the pressure to look a certain way, the pressure to act a certain way to dress a certain way, to talk a certain way, to run your business a certain way. I feel like the pressure is what causes this fear of being judged, this fear of people talking about us, or this fear of 
not being liked or not being accepted by other people. So I guess I'll start this off by I kind of just want to share with you my own background and my own story with caring what people think about me because I feel like I have a lot of experience (laughs) not in a good way like I have a lot of experience caring what people think about me and I guess I don't even remember when I really started caring but you know growing up definitely in school probably middle school uh, like later middle school into high school was when I really really started caring Um, And now that I'm thinking about it, I'm connecting the dots. It was when a lot of my bullying started. So, you know, I was being a certain way. I was dressing how I wanted to. I was hanging out with the friends that I wanted to. And for some reason, I was getting a lot of backlash on that. I was getting a lot of like a lot of my friends were like, Logan, there's this rumor about you. And someone was saying how, you know, the way you dress is stupid or you hang out with dumb friends. And it was just like everything about me was being judged. Like my haircut. I remember I got side bangs like, you know, like back then side bangs were like the thing. I got side bangs. People made fun of me. I was wearing a Justin Bieber shirt in school. People made fun of me. I had a boyfriend who was in a different grade. People made fun of me. And it was like every single thing that I did, it was judged. And that judgment was followed by people treating me differently or losing friends or starting fights or just like things like that and growing through that and kind of experiencing that firsthand it created this subconscious like way of living this subconscious perspective that the way that you live your life determines how much people like you and determines how accepted you are and determines your friends and determines your love life it determines everything and so knowing that and connecting those dots and then realizing that everything that I was doing was being judged I think that's what started my downward spiral of realizing like I can't be myself because I want friends and I want people to like me and I want people to accept me and I want to feel validated and I want people to be around me. But as of now, up until this point, which was really, I guess it stopped. Uh, well, it never really stops, right? Um, but the, the biggest, the harshest time when I cared what people thought was definitely high school into college Um, and I was so afraid to be myself because up until that point it was like being me was not a good thing being me resulted in being judged and being me and doing what I wanted to do and dressing the way that I wanted to dress I wouldn't have the reality that I wanted so what ended up happening is I started being like other people. I started dressing like other people. I started listening to their music. I started adopting their beliefs, their morals, their ideas. I started to kind of become everybody else around me because I was so afraid to be myself strictly out of this fear of being judged. And the danger 
that comes with that, and I'm sure you can probably relate, is when you're changing who you are or you're changing your choices or you're changing your decisions because you are so afraid of being judged, now you're taking steps farther away from who you are. You're losing your sense of self, so you continue to adopt other people's traits, other people's personalities just because you want to be liked and this desperation to be liked and to be accepted and to be validated, it increases because you're not getting that. Or maybe you are getting it and it's very superficial because you're not getting validation based off of who you are. You're getting validation based off of the person that you're trying to be or this hodgepodge of all of these different traits, right? So you never truly feel satisfied. It's kind of like, I don't want to say an addiction, but it's almost in that way of how this desperation for something drives an addiction. So in that sense, my addiction was validation, was feeling confident in myself and getting other people's approval. And yes, I was getting that, but it was at the expense of my own authenticity because I was choosing to try to be like everybody else. I was asking for everybody's opinions. I was making decisions that would please other people. I was becoming everybody else around me that was living the reality that I wanted. And so I was chasing this dream of like being liked and being validated and being accepted and being loved and being valued. I was chasing that, but I was doing it in a completely different way because I cared so much about what people thought. And if you really think about the concept of caring what people think, it's silly. Like, honestly, it's silly that we as a society care so much about diversity and celebrating everybody's differences and and acknowledging that human beings are different. But yet when someone decides to go off the rails and do something different or try something different or just stand out, it's not accepted. And I feel like this separation comes from the unspoken expectation that we feel like society puts on us. And what I mean by that is I feel like there is this unspoken rule to be a certain way or to act a certain way or to have the same career path or to run a business in a certain way or to dress a certain way. Like I feel like in society there's like this unspoken rule of what's good and what's bad and what's accepted and what's not accepted. And yes, there are always going to be things that are just not accepted, like like being a piece of shit person or treating someone poorly or literally to the extent of like killing someone like there's I'm not justifying that like that's not accepted that's just a red flag clearly um but I feel like society is so black and white thinking good or bad this way that way accepted not accepted and so what that does 
to our subconscious is that it creates this rule or this expectation or this standard that we feel like we have to meet. And when we want to do something, when we feel called to do something or to be a certain way that doesn't fit inside of that expectation, now we start feeling a little bit of resistance or we feel threatened because we know that what we are about to do isn't accepted or maybe we convince ourselves that that thing isn't accepted and so we kind of forget it and we push it off and we put it on the back burner and we just decide to fit inside of this mold that maybe we don't truly feel aligned in so a really good example of this um that I came up with earlier when I was planning out this episode was that if you let's say Let's say society glorifies the color blue, okay? Everything's blue. Like, blue is cool. Blue is, like, it is the color to wear. It is the color to be. Blue is that girl. Like, blue is everything, right? And so everyone wears blue, and everyone embodies blue. (laughs) Like, blue is it. But you like the color red, you love the color red. Red makes you feel good. It makes you feel embodied. It makes you feel confident. It makes you feel like you have a purpose. Blue just is not your thing, but red is. But because us as human beings have such a desire to fit in and to receive that acceptance and to receive that validation, we do anything that we can just to conform to the norm because we are so afraid of being outed, right? If I told you that blue was the thing, but you hated blue and you loved the color red and you were to go outside and say, fuck blue, like it's going to create some resistance solely because of this unspoken box that we feel like we have to fit inside of. And when we don't fit inside that, when we have something that we like to do or a hobby we want to pursue or a different career path that we want to kind of see come to fruition that's not in the norm, it creates tension because all that we want to do is fit in. Like that is really what drives the fear of being judged because with judgment, if you were to go even deeper than caring what people think or being judged, with judgment comes maybe people not liking you or not having friends or not being supported or being abandoned or being left behind or not finding love or the relationship you're in leaving. And of course, we don't want those things to happen. We want to feel like we have a place in this world. We want to feel like we have the right to be here. And when there is something that kind of creates that tension of maybe you're not going to fit in if you vocalize this part about yourself, we take a step back and kind of think about what the the normal step is going to be, you know? And what I've learned along my own journey of caring what people think, and this is definitely a lifelong journey, I feel like you're never going to get to a place where you just don't care 
or the thought of caring comes to your mind, it's never going to be a realistic thing. I think it's more about maybe if there's something that happens and you realizing that you're having these thoughts of like, okay, I'm kind of caring what people think. I'm kind of overthinking what people are going to say about me, but you can make that decision to either lean into those feelings and be like, okay, these people are going to judge me. I'll do something different or going down the path that you originally felt called to. So you're never going to get to a place where you just out of sight, out of mind type of thing. It's not going to be like you're just going to go out and do whatever you want to do and not care ever again. Like that's so unrealistic. But I think in order to get to a place where you feel confident going down your own path and embodying who you are, it comes from knowing who you are and knowing what you like and knowing what lights your soul up and knowing what you want to do with your career or your friendships or your relationships. When you know who you are and you are so grounded in everything that makes you who you are, you become an entire embodiment of your authentic self. And when you are making decisions from that place and when you are living from that place, you don't care what people think. I guess a really specific example of this would be like, let's say somebody tells you that you have to wear a certain costume, right? And run around outside and you hate the costume and you don't want to wear it. And so you go outside and you kind of hide yourself and you don't want to be seen and you care about what people think that are driving by. You know, you're thinking, are they judging me? Are they laughing at me? Do they think I look stupid? But on the other side of that, if you put on a costume that you love and you're like, I think this is the coolest costume ever and I love this and I love how I feel inside of it, when you go outside, your entire energy is different. You don't care if people drive by and laugh. You don't care if people honk their horn at you. You don't care if people are staring because you are embodying something that is so authentic, that is so unapologetic something that you can truly get behind. So when you are embodying your most authentic self, when you are living in a way that you want to live, when you're living in a way that feels in alignment with who you are as a person, you don't care what people think. So with that being said, we can kind of flip the script and then ask ourselves, if there's something that we are feeling self-conscious about, if there is something that we want to do, but we feel so afraid to do it, is this something that I truly want to do? Is this something that I feel in alignment with? Or is this something that I feel like I have to do? Something that someone told me I should do? Something that I was taught that I have to do? You know, in school, they teach you, at least in my high school, they kind of force you to go to college. And I'm not saying I wish I never went because I truly feel like everything happens for a reason, but 
I graduated college with a nutrition and dietetics degree and in college they really pushed becoming a registered dietitian down your throat and it was kind of like you didn't have any other options. You couldn't be a health coach. You couldn't go off and do something else. Like there were no other options for having a nutrition degree. And so with that, I kind of limited my choices. I limited my career path because I thought, okay, I have this degree and there's nothing else that I can do with it. So I have to become a registered dietitian. Long story short, I went to my advisor before I graduated and she said in order to become a registered dietitian, like you have to do this whole internship type of thing. It's like a nine month long internship where you're physically out there in the world getting experience and then you have to take this test. But the internship is something that you get accepted into. You have to apply, you have to do interviews, you have to get references, like there's a lot behind it. And I had zero experience in college with anything. A lot of people that I graduated with, like they were working in hospitals and they were already working in grocery stores and like they already had so much experience. So my advisor was like, okay, since you have literally no experience, you can either A, go out and get some, or B, you can get your master's. You can go to grad school, you can get your master's, and then that will kind of be like a one-up in the interviewing process. So I thought, okay, get experience and get my master's. So first step, get experience. I volunteered at a local hospital for, I think I did one day a week, in their nutrition department and it was very much like you are creating plates of food to be brought up to patients in their rooms and I hated it. I think I stuck it out for three weeks and then I just straight up stopped going because I hated it so much. Um, So I was like, okay, that is not a path that I never want to go down again. Um, So I was like, okay, grad school, great. I applied to grad school and I got accepted into grad school and I was like, great, okay, finally something that is working out in my favor. One month into grad school, I realized this is not my thing and it was really hard to come to terms with that because I know everybody else in my life was so supportive of me being in grad school and eventually becoming a registered dietitian. And at the time, the one semester that I was in grad school, I found the health coaching certification that I got my health coaching certification from. And I remember asking people for their opinion. And I was like, should I drop out of grad school and pursue this health coaching certification? Should I finish grad school and then do the health health coaching certification? Like, what do I do in this situation? And everybody said, finish grad school. My parents said finish grad school. My friends said finish grad school. But internally, that's not something that I felt called to. Like there was just something about whether it was the program I was in, like the grad school program I was in, or like, I don't know, there was just something that 
I did not feel aligned with. And the thought of finishing another three and a half years of something that I did not enjoy just to waste time instead when I could be doing something that I do enjoy, like it just, I did not feel aligned. And if there's any point in my life where I made a decision knowing that people were going to have negative things to say about me and knowing that a negative reaction was coming, it was this. I dropped out of grad school. I remember that conversation with my parents. It was not good. And, you know, I I totally get that. But for me, like the thought of doing something that I didn't feel aligned with that scared me more than being judged. And moments before I made that decision to drop out, I had this like existential crisis and I sat down and I asked myself, what is scarier to me? Failing at something that I don't love or being a part of something that I don't love because I just want to be liked and because I just want to be accepted because I'm chasing validation or failing at something that I do love and maybe losing friends over being authentic. Like what is scarier to me? Being authentic and having people say things about you or not being authentic and being this fake version of you just to be liked. And to me, Being someone that I wasn't just to be liked, that scared me a lot. Doing something that I didn't want to do just to be accepted, that scared the shit out of me because I've realized that we only have one life. Like we have one. And so why do we want to spend it being a version of ourselves that we truly aren't just for other people's opinions? Like, It just sounds silly to me, you know? So now whenever I have these moments where I kind of start to overthink if I'm caring what people think or if I'm choosing something just for the sake of being liked, I take a step backwards and I ask myself, is this my ego talking or is this my highest self? Your highest self is like, think of the most embodied, authentic, confident, powerful version of you right that's your highest self that's that's who we strive to become but your ego is the side of you that just wants to keep you safe that's really the whole intention behind your ego maybe it doesn't go about it in the right way but the the motivation behind your ego is to keep you safe and so when you have those moments where you feel insecure or you feel that inner voice telling you don't do that you're going to be judged don't do this because people are going to make fun of you that's your ego talking but it's just it's trying to keep you safe it's trying to keep you from judgment it's trying to keep you from being made fun of right? Like if you really think about it that way, your ego just wants to keep you happy and wants to keep you secure. And yes, that's, you know, that's cute, but it can hold us back from a lot. So if if you constantly find yourself in this push-pull type of energy, I invite you to ask yourself, who's the one running the show? 
Is it your highest self, the one who only makes decisions and choices out of self-worth? Or is it your ego, the one that always makes choices and decisions out of fear? Are you choosing to shrink and morph and mold and put yourself inside of this box because you feel worthy or are you doing it because you feel afraid? And if the answer is from self-worth that you're doing something because you feel worthy of it, then do it. Do it unapologetically, unconditionally. Be the total embodiment of that. But if your answer is you're doing it out of fear, fear of abandonment, fear of being judged, fear of being disliked, sit with that, process that, and then ask yourself, what would the decision that comes from a place of self-worth look like? And then follow that. A couple of other really important questions to have on deck when you feel this tension to be authentic is number one is this my highest self talking right keep it simple who's running the show is it my highest self or is it my ego number two why is this triggering me what part of myself feels threatened because that could be a sign that that part hasn't been healed yet if you feel so insecure about your body and that's why you feel triggered that's the part of you that feels threatened Have you done body image healing work? Have you healed your relationship with your body, right? Question number three would be, what would the most confident, authentic, and unapologetic version of me do in this situation? Keep it simple. If I was the most confident version of me, if I didn't care what people thought, what would I do in this situation? And then follow through on that. Even if it feels a little bit uncomfortable, even if you're still overthinking it, you're allowed to be uncomfortable while you are embodying your most authentic self. I think that's a really important thing to remember, that just because you don't care what people think or just because you are choosing to move and act out of self-worth, just because you're choosing to be confident doesn't mean that it's not going to feel uncomfortable at times. Because there's even times where I do things that I am feeling so afraid of doing, but I ask myself, what would the most confident version of myself do? And I do it, and I still feel scared. I still have that fear inside of me, that fear of maybe being judged or the fear of messing up. And like I said before, I truly don't think that the care of other people's thoughts or being afraid that people are going to judge us, I truly don't feel like that ever just goes away. Yes, it becomes easier. Yes, there are some things that you can do that that fear just isn't there. But I think it's more about choosing whether to listen to your ego or to listen to your highest self, to listen to the fear or listen to the self-worth and making that conscious decision. And you know what? If all else fails and if you still find yourself in this position where you're like, I know what the most confident version of myself would do and I am so afraid to do it that I'm just going to hold myself back, I want you to remember that human beings, you and me, me and you, we are literally on a floating rock in the middle of space. 
in the middle of a an infinite universe. Do you understand how small we are in relation to the world? Like, not to the world. Well, yeah, to the world. First of all, human beings on earth, we are a lot smaller than we think. Second of all, human beings in relation to the universe, we are on a floating rock. Like, nothing matters. We are literally in a meat suit walking around on a floating rock in the middle of an infinite universe. And you're over here scared to cut your hair a certain way. Listen, I've been in your shoes, but when you zoom out and you look at it from a different perspective that nothing truly matters, and if I'm going to be straight up with you, we, we live and then we die, and then nothing matters. It does not matter what you do in this world. It matters, yes, how you make people feel, but if you want to go live your life a certain way, if you want to pursue a career path, if you want to start a friendship, if you want to end a relationship, do it because life is way too short to care what people think about how you want to live the only life that you have, the only life that you've been given, the only body that you've been given, your passions, your hobbies, your career path, your friendships, your relationships, your likes, your strengths, your personality, the way you want to dress, the music you listen to, the way you want to cut your hair, the car you drive, the house you have. Life is way too fucking short to care what people have to say about your life. It's not their life. It's not their timeline. It's not their reality. So just do what you want to do. Like I said, it's okay if you care what people think. It's okay if you feel that discomfort from choosing you and choosing your hobbies and choosing your passions and choosing the things that make you happy. It's okay to feel that discomfort. But do you really want to spend the only life that you've been given pretending to be something or somebody else putting yourself in a box, shrinking yourself down, silencing your voice just because you don't want people to have an opinion about you. And if you feel like you're in the ladder of trying to shrink and morph and mold just to be liked and accepted and validated by other people, I invite you to get to know yourself. Start to define your worth. It's called self-worth for a reason. self worth. That means that nobody else gets to define your worth. It comes from within. So there's nothing that you can do. There's nothing you can say. There's no achievement that you can make that is going to either improve, increase, or decrease your worth. Nobody else gets to make that definition but you. So after you've defined your worth and you've owned your worth and you've stepped back into your power, now you can start living your life how you want to because you know who you are. You know what you're capable of. You know your potential. You know what you're worthy of. You know what you're deserving of. And then so living your life in the way that you want to, it becomes that much easier. So I feel like this is a good place to stop. I feel like I have given my insight, I've given my wisdom, 
And the purpose of this episode wasn't to give you tips or tricks of what to do or how to not care what people think. It was more of just a discussion about my experience and how I've kind of worked myself through that process and unpacking that and processing that and hopefully inspiring you to kind of take on the things that I've done. So if you've gotten to this point of the episode and you're looking for more, more support, more guidance, more answers, just more for your self-love journey, I do just want to quickly invite you to check out Self-Love Alignment. Now, if you do not know what Self-Love Alignment is, it is my signature self-love program designed to empower women on their self-love journey. It is completely self-paced, meaning all of the modules, all of the lessons include pre-recorded video lessons, worksheets, and action items so that you can literally take your journey at your own pace. You will also, this is my favorite part, you will also get to join an exclusive private group community that holds all of the women inside of the program so that as you are growing, as you are learning, as you are moving on your journey, you will be surrounded by women who get you, who understand where you're coming from, and who can support you because they have been in your shoes. And inside of this group, you will also get unlimited daily support from me whenever you need it. So if you are someone who is looking for more guidance, more support, or a container to join that is going to fully and deeply guide you and show you exactly what you need to do to get to a place of radical self-love, I highly, highly, highly recommend that you check out self-love alignment and see if it's right for you. Now, if you're someone who wants to nourish the relationship that you have with yourself, I can guarantee you with my whole heart that self-love alignment was made for you and how do I know that is because I created it I am the mastermind behind this program and you are exactly who I had in mind when I created it so if that sounds like something that you want to be a part of I will drop the link below in the description of this episode and you can also dm me over on instagram you can find me at double underscore logan dawson and we can definitely chat about it so I am going to wrap this up here thank you so much for being here for listening for being with me for your presence for your undivided attention just thank you so much it means so much more to me than you think and I love you so so much I will see you next time my love bye all right my loves that wraps up today's episode if anything resonated with you I would love so much if you reviewed rated and shared it with the world and be sure to tag me over on instagram you can find me at double underscore logan dawson that is actually with two underscores so do not type out the word double underscore because you will not find me that way (laughs) if you feel called to work with me i do have some programs and other services that you can take your self-love journey to the next level so if that is something you feel called to do send me a dm over on instagram and let's chat about it and most importantly i am sending you all of the love and support today and i hope that you can give yourself the same love too. I will see you next time. Bye.